Welcome to The Middle Note, a podcast about cancel culture in music. I'm your host and producer, Sierra Hebson. Melissa Jefferson, who we all know as Lizzo, is a four-time Grammy Award-winning artist, the star of her own show, Watch Out for the Big Girls, and an all-around empowerment and body positivity influencer on social media. On August 3, 2023, Lizzo's former dancers Ariana Davis, Crystal Williams, and Noel Rodriguez filed a lawsuit against Lizzo for a hostile work environment. And on September 21, news reports of a fourth lawsuit were being filed by clothing designer Aisha Daniels, who worked on her tour design team and was terminated. On today's episode, I speak with Stephen DeBose about the reaction from the audience about the lawsuit, Lizzo's response to the allegations, and whether diehard fans will continue to support Lizzo. Take a listen. Thank you so much for joining us today, Stephen. It's good to have you. Um, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Oh, boy. Uh, myself, I am a, uh, I'm a filmmaker, a writer, producer, a nerd, and um, not as much of a pop culture nerd as I used to be, but uh, other nerd culture nerd for sure. Um, what would you say is other nerd culture? Like, uh, you know, sci-fi, comic books, movies, um, film, whatever. Uh, I mean, that's part of pop culture, I would say. It is. That's a good point, actually. That's that's all yeah. very much uh, pop culture, especially in this day and age. But uh, But yeah, you're right. That is all very, very ingrained in pop culture now oh yeah for sure especially just you know all the new stories that are coming out and you know like on netflix and you know just the the advancement of technology you know it's definitely becoming more and more part of pop culture uh but yeah let's get let's get right into what we're talking about today today we are talking about lizzo Let's see if if you've been living under a rock. I would say it was probably around August that uh, news started coming out that three of her dancers uh, and one of her designers have come forward in a lawsuit against Lizzo and her professional team for a hostile work environment. Uh, there's been claims excuse me, allegations of um, sexual, religious, and racial harassment, uh, allegations of bullying and weight shaming. The lawsuit isn't just about Lizzo, but it's also uh, against her staff and management. Now, at this time, uh, currently, Judge Mark H. Epstein has set a case management conference for both cases, and that's set to occur on January 26, 2024, which is also just known as an early case evaluation. So pretty much the judge is going to decide whether to move forward with this. How did you first feel when you heard this news, Stephen? Probably like most people, I think I was very, very shocked because it's one of those things you would not expect to happen to somebody like Lizzo, an artist that very, that from the jump has kind of come out promoting and embracing and encouraging body positivity and uh, equal treatment uh, amongst everyone and just, just everything that the lawsuit seems to claim 
seems like the antithesis of what you would assume Lizzo was about. So I was very shocked. Yeah, I was too. Um, It was shocking. But at the same time, I'll be honest, I felt a little bit skeptical, uh, just given that we've seen other celebrities who have been accused of sexual harassment, also of physical abuse. We watched the the trial between Johnny Depp and Amber Heard, and we learned that maybe he shouldn't have been dropped from different movies. And, you know, he was suing her for defamation. It did. It was kind of interesting when I heard other people say, like, now I can't listen to Lizzo. And me personally, and I know I've mentioned this quite a few times in the podcast, but I am the type of person who separates the art from the artist. And I feel like even if the allegations were to be true, of course, I would be disappointed by that. But I do think that it's up to the individual to decide if they want to continue to listen to her music. And it's also up to radio stations, Spotify, if they want to keep her on. Um, I think at first, reflexively, people, this is part of cancel culture, is something that's I think is very interesting that we've got to, we probably need to evaluate in as a society. But I think reflexively, people instantly start pulling gigs and pulling work, but not everybody does until dust settles. Honestly, I think that's probably the smartest thing to do just because you've got a there's a process. But I don't think anything concrete is really gonna start happening until that court case like gets so people can kind of get a feel for it. Some folks do separate the art from the artist, some folks can't. Uh, but I feel like a lot of people will be able to make further decisions then, or will choose to then at least. When the news first hit, uh, you know, I started seeing all the comments on Lizzo's uh, social media, like canceled, fuck you, fat bitch. You know, it's just like, okay, like the things she's being accused of, like you're criticizing her by using that against her. I'm still following Lizzo on Instagram and on TikTok. And, you know, I do enjoy her content. I probably see her content more than I listen to her music, but I do I do like some of her songs. Um, I think that she's pretty upbeat and I have liked what I've seen as far as just encouraging, you know, people to be who they are and empowering women, especially of different sizes. It was interesting to just kind of see all of those comments blow up that were just coming after her. And then it's just like as time has passed, it's almost as if, yeah, leave that in the past and we're still loyal and following. When I saw the post that she had won um, the Black Music Coalition's Quincy Jones Humanitarian Award, she had her dancers present the award to her and you know, they were saying a bunch of nice things, you know, the dancers that currently work for her. And it was interesting. I saw one comment that really stuck out to me. Somebody commented to hell with cancel culture. Congratulations. This is great. It sounds like there are people who are advocating for her. But kind of just seeing those comments like right off the bat was like, whoa, (laughs) shouldn't we allow like a little bit of time just just to see what truth comes out in all of this? Yeah, I mean, folks, I feel like with cancel culture, nuance is just completely lost. A lot of folks don't think cancel culture is a thing, but I think it very much is a thing uh, because it just happens now. You can say that it's holding people accountable 
But I think if you're really holding people accountable, you give them a due process, right? You give them a fair shot at explaining themselves and defending themselves. But so many people reflexively go straight to canceling folks, like with just hearing news, but they don't even hear the full news or they read a snippet. They don't have the whole, read the whole article or they see stuff blow up online and then they find they immediately start canceling folks, but they don't even get the full story. And then later on you hear stuff, uh, you hear more evidence and then people have to backtrack, right? Or people just don't say anything. They quietly delete their posts. Uh, nuance, I think, is missing with cancel culture. And so a lot of folks will reflexively just go fight out and cancel people. Like with this, when this came out, I was like, holy cow. Like, really? And a big part of me, given what we've seen from Lizzo are, at this point, didn't believe it because I was like, there's no way. There's no way in hell, right? It's everything that Lizzo comes out being for, this is saying it's like, this is contradicting that. Of course, you know, you want to believe survivors, you want to believe the victims, and you want to believe women, even if they're going up against another woman. Like, life doesn't exist in black and white, right? There's a gigantic gray area. There's always going to be two sides of every story, but in the middle is going to be the truth, right? A lot of people just don't want to look at the middle. They want to look at one side or the other. Yeah. And, you know, I think that could have been the reasoning behind the knee-jerk reaction of the news of Lizzo. Because, you know, anytime we hear about someone, especially when it comes to, like, sexual harassment or sexual abuse, you know, of course, we're we're just like, okay, no, that's not, that's not okay. That's unacceptable, right? So I feel like, you know, these girls presenting their side of the story and, you know, I feel like that probably did cause a knee-jerk reaction in some people and just made them decide, like, I'm I'm not listening to Lizzo, cancel. For me, you know, music is such a, an emotional and spiritual experience. So, I mean, I can also understand feeling that disappointment, like, oh, man, really? Like, I have these really good memories of your music and your music's made me feel this way. And now I'm faced with this cognitive dissonance. Um, what do I do? Uh, so I think that's definitely part of the nuance with cancel culture, for sure. Yeah. And that's see, that's the other thing which makes cancel culture, it makes it, it, it a very interesting beast. Because when you win somebody over through art, they'll forgive a lot of sins, a, a lot of grievances, right? When you create art, it's Art is that form of storytelling that it's it's like it aligns the mind and the heart, if you think about it. I think especially when when something is aligned with your values, you know, I think if somebody crosses that line, you know, you are going to become defensive, right? Yeah. And that's actually a really, really good point. When your values or the artist's seemingly values align with what it is you believe, then I think that's arguably the biggest key to them getting their hooks into you and you going along for the ride with whatever it is they do. Yeah, for sure. Well, I want to jump in to Lizzo's statement. And it wasn't an apology. It was a denial of the claims. So she wrote, these last few days have been gut-wrenchingly difficult and overwhelmingly disappointing. My work ethic, morals, and respectfulness have been questioned. My character has been criticized. Usually, I choose not to respond to false allegations, but these are as unbelievable as they sound and too outrageous to not be addressed. 
These sensationalized stories are coming from former employees who have already publicly admitted that they were told their behavior on tour was inappropriate and unprofessional. As an artist, I have always been very passionate about what I do. I take my music and my performances seriously because at the end of the day, I only want to put out the best art that represents me and my fans. With passion comes hard work and high standards. Sometimes I have to make hard decisions, but it's never my intention to make anyone feel uncomfortable or like they aren't valued as an important part of the team. I am not here to be looked at as a victim, but I also know that I am not the villain that people in the media have portrayed me to be these last few days. I am very open with my sexuality and expressing myself, but I cannot accept or allow people to use that openness to make me out to be something I am not. There is nothing I take more seriously than the respect we deserve as women in the world. I know what it feels like to be body shamed on a daily basis and would absolutely never criticize or terminate an employee because of their weight. I'm hurt, but I will not let the good work I've done in the world be overshadowed by this. I want to thank everyone who has reached out and support to lift me up during this difficult time. So, you know, she's denying the claims. Uh, I do like the authenticity aspect, though, that She's like, I've been body shamed. That's not what I stand for. That's not my values. I also just think that, you know, she's authentic because she's not shying away from who she is in the form of a workspace. You can't be 100% authentic or maybe you can't. You just can't overshare and you have to kind of filter out those little bits of yourself uh, during workplace situations. Like I feel like. One, I feel like that was a, actually a pretty good response. Now that I hear it again, I think she was being very authentic and seemed like she was being open and honest. And I really like that she's saying, like, look, I'm not claiming to be a victim, but I'm also trying to say I'm not the villain that they're trying to make me out to be, right? Uh, mm-hmm. that to me, that's, that seems real, right? And in the streets, everybody's always talking about being real. You're not being real. This person's not being real, right? And culture as a whole now. To me, that's a very real thing to say. I do think that people were probably looking for her to say, I'm sorry for anyone that I may have hurt or feels hurt, which is usually like de facto, like boilerplate <laughs> verbiage yeah. for any public response to canceling. I feel like it's boilerplate at this point. And I feel like people were probably looking for that and didn't get it. I think she may have probably could have apologized for some things, but also that may be why she didn't. It's because her lawyers are like, don't apologize yet because this is not, you know, it's not going to look good in court or whatever. The last thing I wanted to touch upon is the audience. It seems like people have off the bat canceled Lizzo. Do you think people are going to stop listening to Lizzo? Or do you think that no matter what, she's going to have this loyal fan base? And it doesn't matter what she does or how this plays out or or whatever. There's going to be people that are going to be like, no, I'm a, I'm a diehard fan. And this is my forever musical soulmate. <laughs> I think I don't know. I think it's going to be interesting. I think Lizzo has a fan base that is just not as big, but just as diehard for her as Beyonce does. And so I think a lot of people will ride with her regardless and say that I'm standing by her side. But I do think, like you said, a lot of people are going to be like, you're canceled. I'm done. No more for me. No more of my money. No more of my support or whatever. I'm very curious. I personally don't know which way it'll shake out and which direction it'll go, but I'm very curious to see because this is, again, somebody we would not have expected and we're here now. So 
maybe because I haven't, I don't follow Lizzo on social media. I only just know from when I see articles and like I listen to her music, but I only read the articles I see. As a whole, I don't know what comments are saying. Comments are, are a bad metric to judge anything by anyway. If there's a bunch of people in her comments like talk shit or supporting her or what. So I have no idea how to judge what the fans are, the bulk of the fans are saying or doing other than like looking it up. But I am very curious to see where it's going to go. And I think with Lizzo and I think other artists, especially, I think like they'll know who who the real fans are. They'll know the people who really love them and really care about them and will have their back. I think that even if Lizzo is found guilty, like say that this does go to trial and Lizzo is found guilty, to me, I feel like situations like these should be looked at as opportunities. Okay, I messed up here. How can I grow from this? How can I be better? And ultimately, I think that's the culture that I would like to see is just a culture of opportunity and growth. And maybe a lot of people will cancel Lizzo. But at the end of the day, it's like, you can rise above that and come out stronger and come out better. And who knows, maybe even gain some of your fan base back. Yeah, I agree. I think it's just a matter of treading very, very carefully and choosing your words very wisely. Steven, thank you so much for being on the show. It's It's been great having you. Good to be here. Thanks for having me. Um, I think that we definitely have to create an environment, work to create an environment where everyone can feel heard, while at the same time, everyone can feel like they get their day in court as well. Absolutely. Well, thank you again, and good talking with you. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of The Middle Note. Be sure to like and follow The Middle Note wherever you listen to your podcasts. If you would like to be a guest on The Middle Note, please follow the link in the description above. I'm Sierra Hebson, your host and producer. Music is composed by NoFX. Thank you again and stay musical.